Welcome to Talking Tobacco, episode four. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the tobaccos I smoked the most this past summer. And I came up with an idea for myself, and maybe it's something you do too. And if it's not, maybe it'll still give you an idea. So because I have so many tobaccos opened that I never get to, I want to circle back and start resampling these blends that I have in the cellar that maybe I smoked a bowl or two and put them away. And I can't think of a better way to do it than seasonal. So I have just finished packing away my summer blends. Summer's not officially over according to the calendar, but I'm done with it. So Labor Day's over. That's it. I'm going into full mode. I think today we just had our last 90-degree day. The weather's supposed to break here in the Philly area. So I'm going to start smoking my fall blends. So what I'm going to do is have five fall blends in my kitchen cupboard. That's where I keep the tobaccos that I'm smoking the most, and then everything else is in my cellar. And not that I can't go down to my cellar to grab something, but, <laughs> you know, if you're a little feeling a little lazy, you don't feel like going into the basement. All right, you keep the blends that you're trying to at least smoke for this fall close at hand. So the blends I smoked the most this summer, I'm going to give them to you in order of five through one. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about what I'm going to smoke for the fall. So uh, the fifth rated blend or the fifth blend that I smoked the most this summer was HH Pure Virginia. Uh, It was great. I liked it a lot. If you haven't smoked any of McBaron's HH line, I, I think they're only... That line only comes in flake, but that's all. I'm not positive about that, but that's all that I've seen so far from the HH line that I've had. And their flakes are amazing. They're just so, they're cut perfectly. They're nice and thin. They crumble easy. They're just, they're like a pleasure to work with. I know that sounds silly. But the HH Pure Virginia, I would say it, it smokes more like a darker Virginia, like a red Virginia, but. I mean, they could have been brights. I think the tin I had is two years old. Not that that's crazy old. But the flakes appear darker to me. They smoke like a darker Virginia. Uh, Apparently, there's minimal casing on this blend with no top note, just a straight pure Virginia. And it was really good. And I used to smoke this blend with a black tea because it does actually have tea notes in that blend. It was really, really good. And anytime I just was in the afternoon when I was making a cup of tea, I would that's the blend I would pull because that's the blend that I had on hand that smoked the best uh, with tea. My number four was Bullseye Flake. I did that. Uh, I did my first or episode two, I think, was on Bullseye Flake. So I talked all about that. Love it. It's got chocolatey coffee notes or espresso notes. And I would actually make an espresso and smoke that or drink that with my bullseye flake. I thought that was really good. 
The third favorite tobacco that I smoked the most of this summer was GLP's is Fillmore. Fillmore's a Virginia Perique, and it says on the tin uh, made in the Scottish, the Scottish sense or something like that, or the Scottish tradition, and the impression was that maybe there was a sprinkle of Latakia in that blend. I don't taste it, but it does taste a little on the darker side, and maybe that is partially due to a very, very low percentage of Latakia. I think it. I think somebody did come out and say that there is Latakia in the blend, but it's definitely not a lot. Not a Latakia blend at all. It's totally a Virginia Perique. But I do think if there is, I could see how a little dash of Latakia might make that blend smoke a little darker, a little creamier. Very good. Uh, I enjoyed that a lot. And I did uh, drink coffee with that blend. It, it worked well with coffee. Number two was a surprise to me uh, because I was watching many reviews on it. And I didn't expect it to smoke the way it did. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did because some of the reviews were just saying it was a plain vapor. I was looking for a Virginia Perique that was in ribbon. Fillmore was like a broken flake. And I had Elizabethan and I didn't really enjoy it. And it's crazy to sound like once you like Virginia Periques, you think that it's it would be hard to to not like a Virginia a certain type of Virginia Perique. I, I don't know, but for whatever reason, Elizabethan and I really wanted to like it because it's Bradley from Stuff and Things favorite blend and he talks about it all the time. Although he does clarify many, many, many times on how he doesn't think it's the best Virginia Perique out there. It's just his favorite. It's like his uh, go-to, no-nonsense, everyday blend rather than some fancy, you know, esoterica blend. So I, I get what he's saying, but I really wanted to like it. And I just, I, tr- I actually, the tin I have is from 2019. So it has four years on it. And every six months I would go back and sample it. And I would say, I just don't like this. I just, and I couldn't figure out why, because I like other Virginia Perique. So I still don't know. I still don't know if it's the, where the Virginians are from or where, where the Perique is from or the percentages of Perique to Virginia. I, I don't know, but for whatever reason, so far, I just don't get Elizabethan. I'll, I'll keep trying it because since I have that that tin, it's it's got four years on it. Well, it's jarred, but it's got four years on it. So I'll I'll, I'll keep sampling it here and there. But uh, I really enjoy Fillmore. And so number two, the one that surprised me was GLP Stratford. It's mostly bright Virginia, I believe, and it's just delicious. There's this zestiness to it, and maybe that that's me. Maybe I like brighter Virginias right now. I don't know, but. There's this zesty flavor in that blend that I absolutely love. I ripped through the tin. I don't even have any more. And uh, it was great with coffee. It's just a crazy thing. 
I kept thinking that Virginias were going to be my tea blends, but I'm finding certain Virginias that just go great with coffee. And this is, this was another one. And there's just times where I want a ribbon. I love flake. That's probably my favorite cut, especially in Virginia. So any kind of Virginia, Virginia Perique, I love a flake because I like, I just love the presentation. Even if it's a broken flake, I like it. And I like to crumble it up myself and pack it. But there are, there is a time and a place where I want a ribbon and it could be when I'm, when I'm outside, I think I like a ribbon because it's just easier to keep lit. Or if I have a really deep, uh, pipe bowl, I like a ribbon because when you put flake in a deep tobacco pipe, I mean, you're talking, it's like a, for me, it's like a two hour smoke. It's just too long. So I have a couple, I got a bent billiard that's like a 1.7 millimeter deep. And I have a couple other pipes that are pretty deep bowls. I rather put a ribbon in there and it'll smoke a little faster for me. So, um, and anyway, so I I tried it and I just didn't expect to like it like I did. And I really, really did. I'm probably going to get a bigger, maybe an eight ounce at least the next time instead of the two ounce um, tin of that when I do my next order. And my number one tobacco of the summer, and right now, I believe it's my favorite tobacco all around, is Orlick Golden Sliced. I know that sounds boring, but I bought maybe three 3.5-ounce cans, tins, from Pipes and Cigars a year ago or two years ago. Put them in the basement, forgot about them, opened it up and open one of them up and it's just delicious there's a certain tang to that blend that i just love it's probably a top note or something i keep tasting like an orange zest and i know the tin's orange so maybe the marketing's getting to me i'll admit that but there's a bready character that's just delicious in that blend so orlick right now I think is my favorite all-around blend. And it's killing me not to be smoking that in the fall because I'm trying to get to all these other jars that I have opened. And I'm going to try to save Orlick for the summer. I'm going to see if I can actually make I probably won't make it to next summer without having Orlick. But we'll see. I'm going to try. I'm doing it just for the fact that, you know, I open so much, and it just feels so wasteful. Like, I got to get back and give these blends another chance, and I got to give them some dedicated time, not just one bowl here or there. Like, I got to get in, and I want to just, you know, really sit down and smoke smoke these blends and, and see if I like them or see if that was the last time I'm ordering them. So I'll go ahead and give you a preview of what I think my five fall blends are going to be. So I'm going to do this from now, which is, let's just say September. I'm going to do September, October, September, October, and November. I'm going to smoke fall blends. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to smoke my burly blends. The burly blends that I sampled and didn't really get in too much. So here's what I came up with. And this is really in no particular order. But uh, number five is is Cornell & Deal's Burley Flake number three. So Burley Flake number three from Cornell & Deal is Virginia 
Perique, Darkfire, Kentucky, and Burley. I do already have it opened. I tried a bowl or two maybe a year ago. From from what I remember, it was pretty potent. So I don't know if there was a lot. I think it's mostly Burley. I wish that smoking pipes would list the components in order of, you know, percentage of leaf in the blend. In other words, if you look at components for Burley Flake number three, if you pulled up Burley Flake number three on smoking pipes and you look at the components, it says in order, Virginia, Perique, Darkfire, Kentucky, and Burley. I'm pretty sure Burley is actually the highest content leaf in the blend. So I wish the components were listed that way where it said, like it is on food. So if it said Burley, Burley, it should be first, then probably dark fired, then probably Perique and the Virginia's probably last from what I remember. It's been a year since I smoked it, but, um, I remember it being potent. So I'm a little, uh, nervous about that. (laughs) Number four is Burley flake. Number four. There's a, these are the only two Cornell and deal Burley flake series. I have, I have three and four. So number four is Virginia, Latakia, Darkfire, Kentucky, and Burley. So I guess it's the same components except you swapped out Perique for Latakia. But of course, the percentage of components are probably different as well. I think I remember this one being a little softer, probably because the Latakia smokes softer than Perique, in my opinion. And the Latakia is probably giving it a little bit more cream and a little less spice than the Perique. But that's what I remember. Again, it's been like a year since I smoked it. Number three on my list is Cobblestone Outdoors Hiking. It's a straight burly. I'm sure there's top notes on it in casings because I remember it just being almost black. I might have had a bowl or two and then haven't touched it. I got into this blend from a video that Beans did on YouTube. If you don't know who I'm talking about, if you go to YouTube and type in Beans 316 and then any tobacco name, his videos will come up. He absolutely loved this blend. And I had just run out of Solani's Age Burley Flake. And as you know, if, you, if you're if you into that at all, you can't find it on the shelves. I can't find it anywhere. It's been out forever. So I got the Cobblestone Hiking and it's, to me, it was way darker and Solani. Solani smokes very light, actually, in my opinion. Uh, flavorful, but subtly flavorful. And cobblestone hiking was like a whack on the back of the head with a pipe, from what I remember. So that I have as number three. Number two, I'm going to get back into my eight-state Burley from, God, the it was two drops ago. So I don't know if it was 2022 or 2021 or 2020. Can't remember. But when I do this actual review for my fall blends, and this is just kind of like a preview, I'll let you know which, which year it is. I think it's, uh, I think maybe it's 2021. Can't remember. I'll figure that out and fix this <laughs> on the next one. But I actually recently had a bowl that, oh my God, it's aging so well. It is light and creamy it's almost like they took a codger blend and made it a boutique version of one 
So don't don't get me wrong. It's it doesn't taste like a codger blend. Like it tastes quality, but it, it, I don't know. It almost kind of looks and smokes like one. But man, it is creamy and smooth. If you ever had a harsh burly, I wouldn't let this one deter you at all. It is smooth, especially with a couple years on it. Holy cow! I bought two tins. And I have one in the cellar, and I only smoke maybe half of that other tin. So um, it should fit nice in my rotation for my fall blends. My last fall blend is not a burly. I figured I'm going to save it probably for November when it starts to get a little bit more cool here, where then in December I'm going to transition into my English blends, my you know, heavier, a lot of Kia blends and get back to those. But uh, this will be a nice transition because it's a light English and it's squadron leader uh, by Sam Gowith. I didn't understand this blend when I first got it years ago. And that's because I was into such heavy, a lot of Kia blends, uh, you know, pirate cake and, and uh, you know, Westminster and, Bengal slices. Oh, God, I miss Bengal slices. So all these heavy English blends I was into, someone recommended to me Squadron Leader, and I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all at the time. But I again, recently, maybe right before the summer, I had a bowl, and I was like, oh, my God, I get it now. Probably because I was starting to get into Virginias, and my palate was growing, and it was able to taste subtlety, and and uh, I was starting to totally understand lighter versions of English blends and really all blends. So I figured I'll have, that'll be like my kind of gateway, you know, transitioning off Burley then into Latakia. I'll uh, probably start smoking uh, Squadron Leader around Thanksgiving time, well, probably beginning of November, and then do that for November and then get me into Latakia for December. So that's my plan. Maybe uh, you might like this idea and maybe it would, you know, incentivize you guys uh, to go back and, you know, switch out some jars and get, get back to some stuff you haven't smoked. Now, I'm not saying this is for everybody. And to be honest, I'm not even sure it's for me because <laughs> I'm going to try it this way. But there is small thoughts I have in the back of my head going, why are you going to do this? You know you love these other blends. Why don't you rip up, rip out the Orlick? You're, you're going to enjoy it. Go get Stratford again. Keep smoking that. Why waste time? I get it. If that's what you're thinking too, I totally get it. For me, I'm a little bit of a cheap ass. I'm not going to lie. Let's be real. I have all these blends. I've been ignoring them. They're sitting there. I feel like my cheapness is like, dude, you have to give these blends a chance. Like, just get back there. Try them out. Maybe you'll love them. And uh, so that's the plan anyway. So I'll let you know how it goes once I start getting into these. Am I going to run back to Virginia? I don't know. It's possible. But got to give it a shot. Got to try different things, guys. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up this episode. If you like the show, I appreciate you leaving me some kind of review wherever you're listening. Even if you just want to give me a star review without writing anything, that's fine. What would really help and what I would really love is if you do like it, 
share it with a pipe smoker, share it with a pipe smoking friend, send him a, send him an episode and encourage him to check one of the episodes out. Hit me up on Instagram. I'm at talking tobacco. You can DM me or write something on one of my posts. And if you have suggestions for an episode or if there's a blend you want to hear about, I'm taking suggestions. The show is brand new. So I don't know which direction it's going to go. I know I'm going to continue to talk about tobacco and try to get guests on and, and that kind of thing. So any suggestions are appreciated. Thanks again for downloading the show and I'll catch you on the next one.